everybody. Welcome to the Nonsense Podcast, episode 35. My good buddy, Mike Baldwin. Uh, we've always got a lot to talk about. Today, we're going to talk about Biden versus Missouri and the Cary Lake trial. And we're going to talk about uh, Biden inviting Ralph Yarl to the White House when he didn't invite uh, any of the victims in the recent shooting that the transgender person did. And because uh, it was a woman, right? <clears throat> it was a woman wanting to be a man. I believe it was a biological woman. Yes. Okay. Um, and I just wanted to touch on a little bit on a documentary that my wife and I watched last night, or at least most of it, um, about uh, climate change. Not necessarily about climate change. It was more about like diet and how like the people for Impossible Burgers or Beyond Meat those those people are, uh, you know, they're part they're they're pushing climate change agenda as their reason for wanting to do all this. You know, because cows are so dangerous to the environment. Right. And, uh, Every five minutes. Oh, My bad. <laughs> I thought it would just sit there until I click play. But this is uh, the mayor of New York talking about this exact thing. Like they're trying to say that everybody should become vegetarians and whatnot because dairy and meat are bad for the environment. Yeah. Watch it. Yeah. Let's watch it. All right. I'm going to try it this way. Dioxide. Our city. How do I start it comes- Okay, go. One in every five metric tons of carbon dioxide our city emits comes from food. But all food is not created equal. The vast majority of food uh, that is contributing to our emission crisis lies in meat and dairy products. We already know that a plant plant power diet is better for your physical and mental health and i am living proof of that but the reality is that thanks to this new inventory we're finding out it is better for the planet ridiculous yeah. he said he said one fifth of carbon dioxide emissions is that what he said and then he said but a large majority of that so that's, we'll say, at least 50% of one-fifth, which is 10%, which tells me that we could be focusing on 90% other shit that is, uh, if carbon, uh, like, I don't even know when carbon dioxide in the air started becoming a bad thing. It's like food for the trees. So you would think that they would be like, man, it's great that all the plant life is getting all of this all of these nutrients and shit that it loves, you know, but instead they're like, we got to stop it. Yeah. Well, he said a lot of things that were bullshit. Um, first of all, most of the cows on the planet are in India, um, you know, because they don't slaughter their cows. They like revere them. And there are like, I forget the number, but way more cows in India than America and China and all the major countries combined in that one. So unless you get India to get on board with uh, what you're saying, it's not going to matter. Um, just like a lot of their climate change agenda, like most of the pollution isn't in coming from America. It's coming from China and India and those places. But cows aren't um, the demon that they try to make them out to be. Um, it's a really interesting documentary. It's called Beyond Impossible. And uh, it's also not healthier a plant-based diet is in no way healthier according to these people than than uh, a meat-based diet you know protein is the most important thing you can put in your body and all that stuff that they've been saying for a, a long time bullshit like they were also talking to this this guy whose son and this is going back to like the early 2000s his son was having all these seizures and they came across this study that said a keto a keto diet cured like 40% of the kids without doing anything else that had these seizures. And when he asked the doctor about it, the doctor is basically like, well, there's not enough medical evidence to, to show that. And he's like, well, do you have a, a pill that, that works 40% of the time right out of the gate? And he's like, no, not even close. <laughs> the guy's like, well, then you're full of shit. And as soon as like within two days of getting their kid on this diet, they he he stopped having these seizures and now he's like an elementary school teacher somewhere they said he would never have a normal life and blah 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 but i mean you just need to watch the documentary it's 
very interesting and it's it's all bullshit like hollywood and all the people that are behind pushing all this stuff um they're getting paid to say it just like the people at impossible meat and beyond burgers or whatever you call those companies um they're all it's money it's all money it's always about money you know it's biblical money is at the root of all evil and and it is and um, so everything he said is, is a freaking lie, you know, and he's being paid to say it probably, you know, to push their bullshit agenda, which is probably all a money laundering scheme. None of these people are doing this for pious reasons or to save the planet or any of that shit that they will have you believe. I agree. Here's Joe Rogan talking about the exact same thing. With saying plant-based meat is the future. Like the fuck it is. It's really bad for you. You're way better off buying cows and eating cows than you are buying corn. Because in order to grow a stock of corn, a lot of shit has to die. And if you're using monocrop agriculture and using industrialized farming methods, and you're controlling enormous swaths of land with only one crop, that is totally unnatural, doesn't exist anywhere in nature. And in order to do that, you have to poison everything else. You have to hmm. kill all the animals. You have to poison the land. You have to strip the topsoil. You have to use industrialized fertilizer. You can't grow things that way normally. The people that like white oak pastures and polyface farms like Joel Salatin and Will Harris, these like grizzled old farmers who use these regenerative methods. They're letting cows graze. They take the manure. They use the manure as fertilizer. Chickens roam the land. Chickens peck the bugs and eat the stuff. Pigs roam. And then they cycle where these animals are. So what they're essentially doing is they're recreating nature in a contained environment. And that is actually carbon neutral. Mm -hmm. It actually sequesters carbon in the soil in a lot of cases. But if you want to buy plant-based food and plant-based meat, you're not getting that. Right. You're, you're supporting monocrop agriculture, industrialized farming, and you're supporting very unhealthy food. I muted myself. I, uh, yeah, he's right. I watched a thing. I don't remember what it was uh, on exactly, but I saw a video where they were talking about how they make these impossible burgers. And it's like the way that they market it, you would think they're just taking like broccoli and lettuce and like mushing it all into a burger. But it's like a lot of it is like Petri dish grown proteins and stuff like that. And the guy was the thing I was watching. The guy was talking about the packaging of the thing and it doesn't say like vegetarian or vegan or anything on the package. It just says like made from plants or plant based or something like that. And it's like, it's the same as uh, when like a frozen pizza says like made with 100% uh, natural ingredients and then you read the fine print and it's like they use you know cheese that's 100% natural or something like that but the the marketing makes it sound like oh 100% of this pizza is natural ingredients and it's like no it's made with a thing that's 100% natural so that's all they got to put on it it's the same as like uh, based on a true story it's like you know, we could make a movie about 9-11 and it could all be fictional, but we could still put based on a true story in the trailer because it's based on 9-11. Like, that's a true thing that happened. And we made a movie based on that. Yeah, it's all in the wording. And uh, that's a lot of what they do with news stories these days, too. But um, that's what that guy was talking about last night. Also, he was like, if you want to eat something healthy, eat something with one ingredient, steak broccoli um if you look at the ingredients on uh beyond meat or any of those it looks like war and peace on the back you know the more they put in there he said there's 72 different ways to describe sugar you know dextrose and i won't go through all of them but there's a right. ton of Gavi and stuff like that yeah there's a ton of different ways to describe basically what sugar is and that guy that mayor whoever that was was saying that he can attest on a personal level well I can tell you right now, I'm not getting paid shit to say this. I, I've been eating low carb for, I don't know, at least a couple of months now. I mean, I was, I've, since I quit drinking, I've been a lot healthier and, and 
in regards to eating and all that. But lately I've been almost no carbs and eating high fat stuff, which is the first thing you burn. It's not carbohydrates, it's fats. And I've been eating more steak and more protein and vegetables, basically all I eat anymore. And I feel better than I have in a long time. My stomach feels better. My, I sleep better. I have more energy even when I don't get enough sleep. Um, I think more clearly in, in every way. So, and that's just me, but I've heard a lot of people say the exact same thing. So, well, and meat, I think, is the only thing that you can like make that the only thing that you eat. And I, okay, if we, if we did a study and we let people eat only one thing, only one ingredient, and you can't say plants as an ingredient, you have to pick one. So spinach, say, like you eat nothing but spinach, I'll eat nothing but red meat. And let's see who's still alive in three months. Like meat is the only thing that you can survive solely on that. And that might not be true. Somebody, some dick might message me and be like, technically you could eat only whatever. And it's like, yeah, but people have proven, like, as far as I know, the carnivore diet is the only diet that I know of that is like, uh, like, uh, proven that you can pick one thing and stick to that and only eat that and i guess it's sort of a, a bitch out thing to say meat but not say all veggies so i mean you could just say steak like just steak versus just spinach let's try it i'll be the steak guy yeah <laughs> well yeah most of the people that that try to do vegan they find that they can't sustain it because they don't get all the stuff that they need like i've known people that did it and iron or excuse me spinach is the next best thing as far as getting enough iron and you can eat a ton of spinach and still be iron deficient and if you eat steak or whatever you'll go right back to where you need to be it's, it's not what they're making it out to be, and it rarely is. And I bet you half of these people who um, claim to be vegan and all that stuff, at least for the public, I bet they go behind closed doors and eat whatever they want. And there's probably a lot of meat involved, you know. I mean, look at Bill Clinton. He looks like he's been half dead for 20 years now, and, and that's all he supposedly eats is, is uh, vegetables. But I don't even know how old he is now, but he looks like shit. Yeah, he does look old. I don't know how old he is either. And I didn't know that he was a vegetarian or a vegan or whatever, but that's pretty sure he is. Probably why he looks like shit. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing he eats pussy. All right. That was a Monica Lewinsky joke. Definitely not a Hillary Clinton joke. Yeah. Um all right. So I guess this is sort of on the subject still as as far as talking about things that people tell us are good for us. And like, well, this guy's talking about petroleum products and fossil fuels and stuff. And uh, we'll just watch it. You ready? Yeah. And before you play, before you hit play, there's other, also another documentary done by the same guy. I think his name is Vinny Tortucas or something like that. I'm butchering his last name. But he also has a documentary called Fat. And it's basically all about how what they've been telling us for a long time about like your heart health and cholesterol and all that is completely backwards of what the truth is and how obesity has gone through the roof in the last 50 years. Um, and, and since they started pushing that meat is all bad for you and that's where the cholesterol comes from. It's actually the exact opposite. They're both really good documentaries. I recommend to anyone. So what are uh, they on Amazon? All right. I'll have to get somebody's Amazon sign in info. Cause my uh, one month, free trial expired and my friend who used to let me use their amazon stopped paying for it so well, we've uh, got but I'm, I'm not really i'm not worried about it until the new season of the boys comes on and i don't know when that's going to be i don't even know if they've started recording it yet but anyway back to the point um steven crowder was talking about nope it's gone god damn it i need to quit smoking weed before we do these podcasts i'm dumb <laughs> all right here let's watch this guy talk about this 
200 years to replace fossil fuels and been unable to do it. You know, they come up, well, renewables are going to replace fossil fuels. Well, renewables only generate electricity. Wind generates electricity. Sun generates electricity. Wind turbines, solar panels can manufacture nothing for society. In fact, if you look back at it, all the parts of wind turbines, all the parts of solar panels, is all made with the derivatives manufactured from crude oil. The basic problem is they don't understand the definition of energy. Electricity can charge your iPhone, but it can't make your iPhone. It can make the defibrillator in the hospital work, but it can't make the defibrillator. You know, take a look in your house, take a look at your workplace, take a look at the hospital. Try and identify something that was not made with fossil fuels. That's the problem. There is no backup plan. They're so motivated to go to zero emissions, they're forgetting the one basic fact, all the 6,000 products we have in our daily lives, communications, electronics, the medical industry, on and on and on. It's all made with fossil fuels. That one got cut off. I don't know if I cut it off or if it uh, just ended there. But anyway, it's true. It's all, uh, everything's bullshit. It's the same. You can watch any of our episodes of this podcast and it's the same message every week. And that is like, Whatever they're telling you is bullshit. Uh, the Fox News thing the other day. We can talk about that for a second if you'd like. Oh, what happened? Let's put us both up close. Um, they have to pay like almost $800 million to Dominion for talking shit about them, for saying like untruths and stuff. But I think that's another... It's like the the Trump stuff, you know, like they're charging Trump with a crime. So now all of the Trump supporters are saying like, all right, now we can charge them with crimes. So this sort of seems like the same sort of thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, God, how much money do they make, first of all, to even be able to just let 800 million go like that? Um, oh, I think they said their yearly uh in or i don't know what the word is profit or money earnings or whatever is like 17 billion or something like that uh but that's the the comparative thing is like oh so now we can sue news companies for lying about shit all right like they're setting that precedent again so now we can go find all those old clips of rachel maddow saying like the virus stops with you and and people on CNN or whatever saying, like, we have proof that Trump colluded with Russia, like Trump is a Russian patsy, like all of that stuff is on the same lines as the kind of shit they were saying about Dominion on Fox News. But then it's even it's more interesting because up until the 2020 election, like everybody kind of agreed that having machines do our elections for us is a fucked up way to do it. And there was an HBO documentary about it um, a few years before the 2020 election. It was at, it was a Stacey Abrams thing where they were saying like, you know, they cheated to beat Stacey Abrams in Georgia. And they were like, look, see how easy it is to break into these machines. And they bought like old election machines off of eBay and stuff and hacked them and the guy was like look i can turn it off from here i can change the vote from here i can do this that and the other thing and so i mean it's it's not a i don't know it's not a completely unfounded thing that they were saying it's just like the exact specifics that they were saying on if they have just been saying like these election machines are fucking crazy like they could have gotten away with that but they were like election machine number 834 changed this this many votes to this and dominion's like no it didn't and the judge is like no it didn't they're right like pay them of course the judge didn't decide anything it was the individual parties that agreed on a settlement and i think from what i've read and what i've heard about it like most of the reasoning behind that is that if they had gone to trial and actually fought this and been like look like we weren't necessarily claiming anything we were just having guests on who were claiming stuff and that's totally allowed kind of more allowed than just saying it as the reporter or whatever but uh i lost my train of thought you talk well isn't that isn't isn't this also just further evidence that we can't trust any mainstream media including fox like they're full of shit too 
of course. Like, and I've said that for a long time, and that's because uh, they called Arizona for Biden before any other news station did. And like, we were still watching them counting and doing that stuff. And Fox is like, Arizona goes to Biden. And all the Trump fans are like, what the fuck? It's not even over yet. So that's uh, right then is when, and you know, it was before that for a lot of people because like Sean Hannity would come on and say, uh, Q shit and stuff like that. He never said he was a QAnon guy, but he would say like TikTok. And all the Q people are like, Q said TikTok, like Sean Hannity's gonna unleash and reveal some Q shit. And then he just never did. And but I think a lot of people, and and if if the Fox people are innocent, I guess, then this would apply to them too. But a lot of people thought all of this stuff was going to happen a lot faster than it did. The way that the Q posts were going and the way that insiders were coming out and being like, you know, so-and-so's doing a, a whistleblower thing and and there's this many like sealed indictments and all of that stuff. And so we're like, oh, any day now, all of this is going to come out. And now seven years later, we're like, eh, maybe a couple more years. It should should roll around soon. Well, it's interesting that you bring up Sean Hannity because he's he's a big reason that I I mean, I've never trusted any mainstream media because they're basically all owned by the same people. But he's a big reason that I started thinking like eh, Fox is full of shit, too, um, because there is a few I think it was a few years ago now. Maybe it's a long time ago, but he had this guy on that was that was claiming about 9-11 being, you know, not what they made it out to be. And Sean Hannity wouldn't let this guy talk and he was just shitting all over him. And and it pissed me off because, you know, how I feel about 9-11 and I think you feel the same way. It's the biggest reason that I started questioning everything that they tell us and wondering why they never brought certain they ne they would never even consider talking about certain things. And whenever I saw him just not even letting this guy talk and just completely dismissing him and calling him a loon and all this shit without even hearing what the guy had to say. Um, and before he cut him off, the guy was making a lot of good points. Uh, I, I wish I remember who it was that he was talking about, but I'm like, you know, fuck Fox and fuck Sean Hannity. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't tune in to Fox to find out like the latest news or whatever. And I'm in, yeah. a, I'm in a text thread with some of my friends and, but most of them are liberals. A few of them are beginning to lean to the right, which is kind of exciting to see. They're starting to question things more often. But my lefty friends will send me shit about like uh, the Fox News uh, settlement or I, I got a link this morning to the Mike Lindell thing. Have you heard about that? No. What happened Mike with him? Lindell was saying uh after the election like he oh. like china got in and hacked the election and he had proof and he was like i i'm so uh i i so much believe in this proof that i have that i'll give five million dollars to anybody that can prove that this is not what i have here and some dude from nevada trump supporter from nevada was like uh yeah that's not what you have and i can prove it and then they were like, ah, no, you're thinking of it wrong or whatever. And so they had to go to like an arbitration thing and which is like a jury of people who sort of decide this stuff. And they were like, no, you got to pay them. And so that story came out today, like Mike Lindell has to pay five million dollars to a guy. But I don't know. It's sort of like. Uh, all the Trump supporters were sort of just throwing everything into the into the basket after the election because if you're a Trump supporter, you knew that Trump won. You knew that Biden did not get 81 million votes. So you were just like, all right, how many different ways can they cheat? They can. We've seen the documentaries. We've seen the Democrats talk about it. They can fucking hack these machines. So you had a little group of Republicans going, they fucking hacked the machines. And then it's like, how many other ways could they cheat? It's like, well, they could uh, do mail-in voting. And it's like, well, that's how they cheated them. They did the mail-in voting. And so all these people are just guessing at stuff. And now in the Arizona thing, it's at least starting to come out that like, oh, this we might actually have proof of a way that they really did cheat. And that's the whole like 19-inch ballot on the 20-inch paper thing that would cause the machine to not be able to read it which would then cause the ballot to go into another pile that could be counted by like experts or what, you know, uh, vol extra volunteers later behind closed doors. 
And that's their big argument is like they they had all these ballots at the ballot place and then they sent them to this other company that counts them, which is called Runbeck. And uh, they're saying the number that they said that they sent to Runbeck is different than the number that Runbeck says that they got from them. And so that's where the discretion is because people are assuming like Runbeck could have just thrown in a bunch of extra ballots because nobody knows what the fucking numbers are on either side. And both sides say that they can't be 100% sure. So that case is still going on. And I'm excited about that because like, the it's it's Carrie Lake versus uh, Katie Hobbs, I guess, but it's basically Carrie Lake versus the state of Arizona. And so they're bringing in all these things. They're trying to like, first they tried to get it dismissed. Then they tried to like, you know, get all these uh, different pieces of evidence thrown out and, and things like that. And, and none of it has worked for them. The judge just keeps saying like, no, like we're going to look into this. We're going to have like a real, case about this and there's been a lot of those lately there's the guy that uh oh what am i thinking of nope gone again son of a bitch i did get <laughs> well, a new microphone though check this out yeah it's fancy it's i nice. know i can lean back and shit and i can still talk it's awesome <laughs> yeah we've said it a million times on this podcast if if they want free and fair elections just go back to paper ballots it's not that freaking hard to figure out there's no reason for all this computerized shit that's just um makes it so much easier to cheat for both sides you know i mean it's just like going back to the 2016 election for four years all we heard was that trump stole that election because of russian collusion and all that shit but they never once asked for an audit and i think that's because if they would have asked for an audit they would have found out that the democrats cheated in that election too they just didn't cheat enough and it came back to bite them. So this time we came around, they're like, we are going to cheat our asses off. There is no <laughs> way we are going to lose this. And which kind of brings me to my next point. And maybe we don't even want to go there yet. I don't know. But can this country take another four years of a Joe Biden administration and, you know, Obama in the basement or however you want to look at it? Can, can we sustain it? I mean, you know, they're already trying to make us into a cashless society and what they're trying to do to the women in our society. Um, I wrote it down. Got all the ways that it could just it could just go crazy. Digital currency, climate change agenda, uh, cashless society, public schools churning out batshit crazy kids, all the censorship, uh, trying to take away the guns. I mean, what do you think, dude? Could we take and do we even want to talk about it? Could can we take four more years of this shit? I don't know. I mean, I didn't think that we could take the few years of Biden that we've had. Like, I thought things would be over. But it's I mean, it's starting to look that way. And I don't know what's going to happen. But I mean, you're seeing other countries like the the BRICS nations are basically like the anti UN nations. So I, we're getting to the like the world is divvying itself into two groups right now. And I don't really know which side America is on. America's on like the U.N. side, I guess. But a lot of the U.N. countries are saying like, you know, come on, like, what are you guys doing? So I don't know. I don't know where we're going to end up exactly. Well, everything that I've heard about the U.N. and the WHO and all the three letter agencies basically is that they're all corrupt as shit. You know, that's why Trump got out of it and Biden immediately got back into like the world health organization in particular. Um, they're, they're dirty as hell. Their their main guy. I don't remember the guy's name, the guy with the mustache and the glasses. Um, he's not even like a doctor, but he's like the main guy at the world health organization. Who Dr. Or Ted Rose. Is that his name? I think that's him. Dark hair and glasses. and Just yeah. tell us more about his description. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. that's, all, that's all I can tell you about that guy. But anyway, all they're right, all well. dirty as hell, man. It, it's, it's, it's all corrupt as shit. And once you start, once your eyes start opening to all this stuff, it, it all makes more sense about how corrupt it is on every level. I agree. Here's uh first we're going to have this guy talking about election stuff for a second. And I just found this interesting and then I'll talk about it. 
Okay. No evidence. There's no evidence. There's no evidence. That's just not true. There's plenty of, there's mountains of evidence, mountains of evidence. The question is, is does it make it into court? And it doesn't make it into court for a couple of reasons. The first reason is, you know, say Tim, Tim over here, my buddy Tim, let's say he, I think he voted twice. So I can go to court and I can say, hey judge, I think Tim voted twice. And the judge will say, let's have a court case. And so we'll have the case, I present the evidence and the, the, the evidence is evaluated in court and he's either acquitted or convicted. Boom, okay, that's a case that the court will take. But if I go to the court and I say, I think your whole election's been corrupted and here's a whole bunch of reasons why I think that, the judge will say, that's not the kind of case we take. That's a political question. The whole election's been corrupted. That's a political question. You have to take it to the legislature. That's, a that's called the political question doctrine. That's a well-established precedent. And so the problem is then, so they won't take that case. So in other words, there's no way to get it into, into the law and to get that evidence into the lawsuit because they won't take that case. It has to go to the legislature. Does that make sense? And, and then the legislature has to say, they have to put together committees and evaluations and bring in technical people and say, oh yeah, we've been corrupted this way and this way and this way, we take action. So that's, that's why you're hearing over and over again, well, there's no evidence, there's no evidence. Well, here's another thing. If people say to you there's no evidence, just say, yes, there is. Here, here's Dr. Frank's evidence in the Interim Michigan case, because that's officially entered into the record. That's one example. Eh. Well, yeah, what he's saying reminds me of uh, the documentary we were talking about in the beginning of this. Um, is that the people that that have the money to fund these these studies that come up with whatever answer they want you to to believe? Um, it has to come from money from people rather with super deep pockets, you know, like the Yale study that got the that that where where they were getting trying to decide how to get people. Um, to take the COVID shot months before the COVID shot even came out. They, you know, it, it takes people with a hell of a lot of money like the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds to even be able to fund these kind of studies um, so that they can put it out there in mass for the ignorant masses to believe. Um, and that's kind of what that reminded me of. It takes, it takes a lot of money to make all this bullshit all these bullshit lies go and going back to World War Two and even before that, um, they, they fund this stuff in order to make people believe what they want them to believe. And every time I hear that about there's no proof of the election, being, I'm like, I hear proof all the freaking time. So either these courts are corrupted or there's way more to it than we're getting told. Yeah. Well, that's one good thing that that Trump did while he was in office. I mean, I think he did a lot of good things. But if you're if you lean to the right, then one thing you can definitely point to is the amount of judges that he nominated or submitted or whatever to to lead these different courts, you know, like. And so that's you see more and more of that of these stories that come out, the the guy who's charging Trump in New York, Alvin Bragg, uh, Jim Jordan, who's a member of the House of Representatives and the leader of the uh, whatever it's called, Judicial Committee or something, uh, was like, dude, you wrote a book. You and the other guy that works with you wrote a book talking about like, we're going to fucking go after Trump. And there's all these video of you being like, we're going to go after Trump. And there's all this other stuff of people saying like, there's no case in New York. And now you're charging him so we want to bring you in to congress and have you testify under oath and they're not even asking for alvin bragg yet they're just asking for a dude who works with him whose name escapes me right now but so alvin bragg goes in and he's like i want to get a restraining order against jim jordan and i want a judge to say that with that we don't have to talk in front of congress and the judge wrote like this long 25 page thing and i read all of it i haven't accomplished nothing this week other than gaining knowledge but the judge was basically like dude you're fucking trying to like you said all this shit like no i'm not gonna grant this like it's denied like the guy has to go and talk in front of congress and i don't know when he's doing that it might be today for all i know but um 
yeah, more and more of this stuff is coming out. There's the uh, Missouri versus Biden case. It's like the state of Missouri and the state of Louisiana, uh, like joined together to sue the the government, basically. And they're saying like a lot of the Twitter files stuff, you know, the government told on social media to like censor certain shit and that's first amendment violations and they can't fucking do that. And they've been working on, I mean, that case has been going on for months now and it'll probably, according to Tracy beans, who I trust and who seems to be right about lots and lots of things. This could be like one of the biggest, not only biggest first amendment cases that we've ever had, but just one of the biggest court cases that we've ever had basically to say like, no, the government, even though they're not like pointing a gun at Facebook's head and being like, censor this, like just them leaning over and being like, Hey, would you mind censoring this for us? Like that alone is a first amendment violation. So there's, there could be huge ramifications from this, but I don't know. It's all interesting. You want to watch a video? Yeah, and it, it's also um, something that mainstream media, I would imagine, I don't watch any of it, but I would imagine they don't talk about that at all, Biden versus Missouri. Oh, no, not a bit. Like, And I've brought it up in my, in my text group, and they're just like, nobody fucking cares about your stupid random court case, Baldwin. And I'm like, oh, you will care. You'll care one day. And some of them won't ever, you know, but. Well, I know that I, I, you know, every once in a while, Facebook sends me those memories of shit that I've said over the last couple of years and like the Stanford study about masks coming out. And and I don't remember what exactly what I said. I was like a big I think I said a big study came out from Stanford University about how masks don't work. But you won't see that in the news because it doesn't go along with their bullshit. And most people agreed with me, but there's a couple of people who gave me some shit about it. And I was right. And I've never once heard from anyone. No, one person in two years has ever reached out and been like, you know what, dude, of all the things I thought you were crazy about, you were actually right. Not one person. So I don't have any hope for any of that shit. Yeah, I posted a thing uh, in early 2020 when they were still doing or maybe it was late 2020 because they were talking about locking down uh in independence missouri which is where i'm from originally and i just put on facebook like lockdowns are stupid and the mayor of independence missouri is stupid and all the comments were just like it's not a lockdown it's just like a suggested thing like they're not forcing anybody to do anything and now years later they're trying to nail trump and being like trump wanted to lock down and now all the people on the right are like he never said lockdown like it just both sides are just, I think we're too uh, tribalistic. Does that, is that the right word? Like, yeah, but I still feel like we're the side that's not wrong. You know, like it, it's, I don't know, dude, shit's fucked up. <laughs> the other side is all surface level. It sounds good, but it's not actually true bullshit. Yeah. I mean, that's, probably a good way to put it because like our side is like or their side is like you know trump colluded with russia trump did this and that and and we're like well no he didn't but hillary did do these things it's documented and they're like oh get over it dude like and it's like well our side at least has actual evidence of stuff like your side is just rumors and shit you know yeah and the fact that hillary's never been gotten any she's never gotten in any trouble for what she did with the steel dossier paying for it paying for this fake thing that made all these people believe a certain thing that wasn't true she's never didn't she have to pay like a small fine for it and that was it yeah i think she had to pay back the uh fec the federal elections commission committee um yeah like a hundred and something thousand dollars that they spent on the dossier so, and I think so, it, they ended it there. So even if what they're accusing Trump of is true, which I'm pretty sure it's not, um, what she did is way worse. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even the same ballpark. No, it's not. And it's like a, it's a election interference. I mean, it's that's literally what it is. But I don't know. I mean, it, I keep 
I'm still torn about all of the Q stuff and that because people are saying like, you know, it's a lefty thing. Like Democrats put it out so that Republicans wouldn't do anything. But I still believe like Republicans and patriots, not even Republicans, but just patriots put it out so that we wouldn't go crazy and get violent or anything. Because I think a lot of people, if you go by statistics, people who lean Republican are more likely to be gun owners than people who lean Democrat. So if it comes to like a, a violent situation in the United States, like Republicans are very well armed. So I would, I think like the reason of the Q thing was just to be like, dude, just don't freak out. Shit's going to seem fucked up. Cause Q straight up said like, you're watching a movie. Like all of this is just part of the script. It all has to happen this way. And so people like me are sitting back and just being like, yeah, it's, it seems fucked up, but this is how it had to happen. But then that just makes me think more like that would be pretty smart of the Democrats to get me to not take action of any kind because I'm just waiting on the big thing to happen, you know, but just too many other coincidences have have come true to make me think that the the Q stuff is real. Yeah. And and speaking of like watching a movie, it's it's also. I don't know if proof is the right word, but like. When you look at some of the things that Joe Biden has done, even like this week, like inviting that kid who got shot to the White House, but not reaching out to the families at all of the mass shooting because it was a Christian school. It's like, are you trying to get people to be against you? Like, it's not a race thing that you're trying to make it out to be. I mean, I don't know why that guy shot that kid on the porch. Maybe it was a race thing, but it's like the only time you give a shit is when it appears to be about race. Like there was another guy who considered himself a black supremacist who shot up, what was it, Buffalo or something? And you don't hear shit about the bite from the Biden administration about that. But if it's if it's if it's a white person doing something to a black person or you know, a minority of any kind, then that's who you'll hear or get sympathy from the Biden administration. It's all bad, but they only give a shit when it's like that. And and the overwhelming majority of people in this country who are paying attention are like, well, how is that okay? You know, and it's almost like, it's almost like one, another one of those situations where they're like, this is what you're going to do now. And he's like, I don't want to do that. I'll look stupid. And they're like, you are stupid. And this is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, you are stupid and you're guilty of several felonies. And so are several members of your family. So you're going to get your fucking ass out there and read the script. And yeah. he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, and I don't know if you saw the video of like 30 black kids beating the absolute piss out of a black dude and his white girlfriend. Um, but like that came out and then there was other videos of like, you know, at least dozens of black, they call them kids and we'll get to that part in a second, but just running out in traffic, jumping on cars, like opening people's doors and just fucking with people and probably scaring the shit out of a lot of people. And then the mayor comes out and is like, look, I'm not saying this is okay, but like being mad at these kids is not the way. And it's like, dude, they're all, they're fucking cause they're crimes. They're committing crimes. Like, I don't care what reason a person has for committing a crime. Like if you did it, then you're guilty of the crime. There should be no like, yeah, but he had a hard upbringing. And it's like, so fucking what? Like, so did a, a ton of other people in America. I would venture to say everybody, even like a super rich kid growing up, he still has to go to school. He still has to try to make friends. He still has to not want to kill himself every day. Like, it's tough being an American. It's tough being a human being. Like, I don't think it your sad story doesn't make your life harder I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oftentimes rich kids are rich because their parents are gone all the time. And so they were, you know, there, you never know what goes on behind closed doors is I think the gist of what you're saying. You know, we all yeah, have, but I mean, but try being like, you know, if Leonardo DiCaprio came out and was just like, I don't know, like I just had a really hard upbringing. We'd be like, fuck you, dude. Like <laughs> you and your fucking upbringing, go to go sleep on your golden bed or whatever you have. 
but it's like i'm sure that he struggled a lot you know i'm yeah. being like he was like eight or something when he was in uh oh whatever growing pains or something way back when so i mean he was a child star like we've seen what happened to other child stars like i'm sure he's got some fucking oh i think i lost you i think somebody there probably called oh no there you go did you get a phone call or something yeah, I tried to I tried to swipe it away and it it uh, it did that. By the way, I don't know if it's because we're on a Zoom call or not a Zoom call, but a video call. But my battery is just eating away like crazy. I've got like ten percent left, which is probably enough to finish this. But um, well, anyway. we'll see. Do you do you want to speed through a couple videos real quick? Yeah, let's watch some videos, and and it's probably fine. It hasn't, you know, I had twenty percent like. 20 minutes ago so i'm sure it's okay but you never know these stupid things all right here's my message to uh all the haters out there everybody fuck you motherfucker that's how i look at it if you're not smart to be my friend fuck you there we go <laughs> all right I, and then oh go ahead i was just gonna say i love that video I do too. That's we need to use that as like our a little anytime something sucks, then we can just throw in a Mike Tyson going, fuck you. And now here's a I should note this is a fake video. Don't anybody get mad at me, but here's a Hunter Biden being interviewed by Joe Biden. I love question. It. Are you on drugs? You use drugs. <laughs> I probably smoke more Parmesan cheese than anyone. <laughs> I mean, I went one time for 13 days without sleeping. Not a joke. And smoking crack and drinking vodka exclusively. Incredible. Throughout that entire time. I, I'm, I'm proud of my son. So darn proud. I like how Hunter's almost in tears at the end of that. Yeah, I love uh, my favorite part of that is Biden going incredible, incredible. <laughs> Here's a funny one, too. This uh, originally was like a six minutes worth of video. I chopped it down to a minute and a half because a lot of it was just dead air. But uh, did you see the Marjorie Taylor Green thing from yesterday? I haven't, but I'm growing to like her more and more all the time. All right. Watch this. This is funny. Well, first of all, have you heard? Uh, well, I can't think of the guy's name. Eh, we'll just play it. And to denounce anti-Semitism and anti-police rhetoric in this country so that Jewish Americans and police officers can be safer. Oh, Eric Swalwell is the guy's name. That's him talking first if you're just listening or whatever. Uh, and then um, Eric Swalwell was dating this chick whose name was Fang Fang, I guess. And she turned out to be a Chinese spy. And I don't know how much of that's true, but I haven't heard uh, any evidence that it's not. I just hear people going, nah, -uh. and that to me is not a compelling reason to not believe this uh, rumor. But anyway, so he's wrapping up whatever dumb shit he's talking about. And then Marjorie Taylor Greene gets to speak next. Congressman, I do. Thank you. And I yield back. The gentleman yields. And now I recognize the gentlelady from Georgia, Miss Green. That was quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy, and everyone knows it. But I move to take our words down. Completely inappropriate. Yeah, stand by just a second while we research the rule. Um, give me just a second. A motion has been made. The gentleman will, uh, the committee will suspend, and the gentleman will state the words that he wishes taken down. Everything that the gentlelady from Georgia has said. No, you need to be more specific. The accusations of an affair with a Chinese spy, those are engaging in personalities, and they sh those words should be taken down, and the gentlelady should not be able to speak anymore in this hearing. That is not an, the latter part of that is not an appropriate motion, but we will evaluate the striking of those words. Give me just a second. The chair uh, recognizes the gentlelady from Georgia and asks if she would like to retract those words. No, I will not. For those members who are wondering, uh, we are looking into rule um, clause one of rule 17 and the rules of the house. Okay, the chair rules that those uh, words that were spoken are not going to be stricken from the record. <laughs> 
I just thought that was funny. She's a good. She, I think that she's a great congressperson because she represents real people, you know, and that's I think that's who you should have in Congress or people going, wait, what the fuck is this? Like, you should use common sense if you're a congressperson. I don't think ha- being a lawyer or having a medical degree or anything like that, like, makes you better at being a congressperson as much as just being like, explain to me what you're talking about. And then using your logic as, like, a smart person to be like, that doesn't make sense. That's bullshit. And she does that a lot. And I yeah. like her for it. But she also is uh, she's like me a little bit in that she just kind of vomits words sometimes. And so you're just like, like, it's easy to get a clip of her looking like a fucking idiot. But if you listen to her talk for more than a few minutes, then you're like, well, she is making a valid point right there. Which is what they do to a lot of people who make sense. You know, they they just cherry pick their words and smash it into a video and go you know that's what they that's that's how they got trump for four years you know i mean he's, yeah he's a sound bites dream as far as that shit goes they're like ah we can right. we can we can take what he said and make him sound like the biggest racist uh homophobic oh yeah and, and if you take if you take one second of trump talking then you can make him look like a fucking idiot and it's just yeah. like uh trump said today and then it cuts to trump going uh and then they just cut away and you're like, I'm sure that there was more to what he was saying than that, you know? Yeah. Well, I've been watching Alex Jones more and more lately. And he was on this show the other, he was having this show the other day and, and they were making a lot of sense, him and this guy named Matt Baker and every, and my video feed kept freezing. And every time it froze, it was like on, on uh, Alex Jones looking insane. So anybody just coming across that and be like, Oh, more insane Alex Jones shit, you know? Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, on... Go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't know if the powers that be have the ability to do that or not, but I think they do. And uh, it seems like whenever they're saying, sometimes we'll be saying something and, you know, on a roll with something and then all of a sudden it cuts out and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like there's a guy somewhere that's like, oh, nope, they said the word. Let's push the button. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Alex so... Jones has been on the Steven Crowder show on Rumble the last uh He's been on like three times in the last several weeks as like the co-host or whatever. And it's cool to he's a cool guy when he is just talking about random shit, you know, and he says, like, I I just talk about what I see and what I believe, you know, and but he's he's another example of someone who set precedent by losing a court case for saying news that wasn't provable. You know, yeah. So I kind of put him in the same vein as Fox News as far as losing money for saying shit that's untrue and setting the precedent of being able to sue people and reporters, journalists, and news stations for making shit up. So, I mean, after the Alex Jones thing, after the Fox News thing, and granted, it's happened to CNN and MSNBC already. I mean, like uh, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse has cases against both of them. The the Covington kid won. Nobody really knows exactly. It's estimated millions of dollars at least uh, because CNN settled out of court with them. I don't know whatever happened with the MSNBC or whatever other networks he sued, but like it's it's gone on both sides like people you can sue somebody for saying bullshit and win yeah i think that kid made like 200 million dollars off that deal which i guess i don't know how you get that much money but he did well i mean the, the, compared to what fox had to pay it kind of makes sense you know it's like they probably broke it down mathematically. You know, they're like, all right, you're Fox. You make $17 billion a year. That estimates out to however many tens of thousands of dollars a day. You said this during a week and a half's worth of shows or whatever the case, you know what I mean? So we want $800,000. The Covington kids probably like, I think he was suing for a hundred million and then they settled, which means he probably got less than that. But that's why people assume like it's at least millions, maybe tens of millions. Right. Well, I'm uh, afraid my stupid battery is going to die. So let's close this with something strong here. Um, 
<laughs> I'm I like, know. I don't know if we are capable of doing that. I, uh, <laughs> we can play. Do you want Trump talking or do you want someone talking about Trump? We have both. Uh, let, let's play some Trump. Okay. Trump say this. Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, and crazy Nancy Pelosi are the sinister faces of this corrupted, lawless political establishment. They enrich their families in Ukraine, China, Russia, while they set violent criminals loose without charges while prosecuting their political opponents for fabricated crimes. They legalize mass robberies and cheer for BLM and Antifa rioters ransacking our cities while they hold nonviolent protesters without trial, destroy their lives. They indoctrinate your children to hate their parents while calling you a hateful racist. They stick the FBI on mothers at school board meetings while they teach four-year-olds to pick their own genders. Oh. Would you like to change your gender? And they say it's absolutely fine for a boy or man to participate in women's sports. I don't think so. Wow. They use big tech to censor you. They use the deep state to spy on you. Mm. They use the media to slander you. They use the legal system to persecute you. It is a persecution. All the while they claim as they are the ones defending democracy. They say they are the ones that are going to defend your democracy and your justice. It's a lot of bullshit. That's what it is. Uh. <laughs> oh, that was the end. All right. What are we doing? You want to wrap it up or you got a, enough juice for another video? Uh, I don't know if I do or not, but um, we can we can comment on that real quick and just say that if they if mainstream media put that kind of stuff out there, there would be no non-Trump supporters in this country. I mean, it would be a very, very small percentage of people if they put out what he says about, I mean, he just wrapped it in two minutes. He said everything that's wrong with this country and the, the people behind all of this shit that in a nutshell is everything that's wrong in America. They, they lie to get their way and they, they use our emotion. They play on our emotions and, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Everything. Agreed. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting. Well, it's hopefully we have time for this video, but if, if Trump had gotten the same sort of media love that Obama got, it would be insane. 2009, yeah. which was less than eight months after president Obama became president, he was awarded the Nobel prize without any indication of what he had accomplished to receive that honor. In contrast, president Trump led the successful effort to get Arab countries to sit down with Israel. And in late 2020, he met that objective when the UAE United Arab Emirates signed an agreement with Israel. And soon after that, three other Arab countries, Sudan, Morocco, and Bahrain did the same thing. The Abraham Accords essentially is a peace agreement that ended the ongoing hostilities between those Arab countries and Israel. Obama received the Nobel prize for delivering nothing, but president Trump who brought peace to the middle East received only criticism. Can you explain why that is? In both cases, this is about the personality rather than the policies or the achievements. Mm -hmm. Well, it looks like we lost him. That's unfortunate. His battery died. Um, well, it's uh, we're at 58 minutes, so might as well go ahead and wrap it up. My name is Mike Baldwin. The guy who disappeared is uh, Tim Gaither. If you want to read the bottom of the screen, you can follow us on stuff. Uh, this is the Nonsense Podcast, episode 35, I believe. Uh, I don't know what shows Tim has coming up. If you read the thing on the bottom of the screen, you can go to his website and look at his uh, uh, schedule and shit. Yeah, that's about it. This is the end. Thanks, y'all, for watching. We hope that you uh, subscribe and hit the like button and, and send us money, become sponsors. Um, if you have a product or something, you want us to pitch it, then send me some of it for free. I'll try it out and then I'll pitch it on the show and then you can pay me for it. <laughs>
<laughs> that sounds like a pretty good deal. All right. Peace. Peace.